All right, we are back with another episode here. I'm kind of on a roll and I'm gonna keep it going. So today I wanna to talk a little bit about emotions and emotions are really just energy in motion. And that's the easiest way to think about emotions from a third person perspective. It's very easy to get wrapped up in your emotions and start to judge yourself for having a certain emotion. But really, you can just think of emotions as little messengers from maybe a higher version of yourself that's saying, hey, we're a little out of alignment if you're feeling a negative emotion. So emotions, simply just energy. I talk a lot about energy and vibrations because I think I mentioned it on the first podcast. Everything is energy, including your emotions. And in an awesome book called Power Versus Force, there is a scale that shows how every emotion has a different vibrational frequency to it. And an emotion like fear is right at the bottom, one of the densest, lowest vibrations out there. And at the top of the scale is joy. So are there's a whole gamut of emotions in between that. And it's easier to think about emotions in this way because you become not so attached to them. And again, you don't make yourself feel bad about feeling an emotion. You can kind of just say, okay, I have this type of energy running through my body right now. If it's a, a lower vibrational emotion that you rather not feel, you can look at it and say, okay, so I've got a denser emotion running through me right now. I'm not really loving it. <laughs> I'd rather change it, but I can go ahead and witness it from this perspective, see it, and then go ahead and start to ask yourself some questions like, what did it make, why, why am I feeling this way? What's going on here? Can I choose to see this a little differently? Is there something that I'm needing? Am I needing a little bit of love? Am I needing a little bit of nutrition? Am I needing to take a deep breath? Is there something on my mind, on the, in the back of my mind, that's causing me to feel a little tense? So you can start to do a little deep dive on yourself and question, why am I feeling this emotion? And I will say, often, when you're feeling a negative emotion, it will show up physically in the body and a lot of times people with chronic pain, believe it or not, there's some kind of blocked emotion somewhere in the body. So typically that can come from a trauma that has happened. And when I say trauma, it doesn't have to be, you know, such an intense thing that happened. A trauma can be something that happened in childhood where, you know, a kid said something mean to you on the playground, but that stuck with you your whole life. So we get imprinted in childhood uh, extremely easy, easily. We're in basically a hypnotic state from ages zero to seven. So those are extremely pivotal years. And if any little minor traumas happened in those years, and it really does expand zero to 14 ish, those years are quite pivotal. So just to have put that in your noggin, just know that we do hold on to emotions in our physical body. So if you're experiencing some chronic pain and you have been for years and you haven't been able to get to the bottom of it, there's probably some emotional work that you wanna look at. The Western medical model is not gonna tell you any of that. So don't expect your general doctor to say, hey, you feeling any tense emotions lately? or have you in your past, that's uh, just not, it does not uh, exist in our, 
in our medical model, but I can guarantee you it will at some point in our future. It's a very, very, very real thing. I see it all the time. And you would be shocked at what happens when you do decide to take a little gander at what you might be holding on to and you do the release of that. You'll be amazed at what will show up physically. You know, your emotions are, they can be real baggage, literally just baggage inside your body. And when we don't allow ourselves to feel these emotions, that's when we suppress them and they turn into blocks in our body. Uh, You can really think of them as physical blockages, which end up disrupting the physical body. So emotions, they're a real thing. (laughs) They're a very, very important thing. And they're something that you should not ignore. And again, the easiest way to think about it, it's just energy. Uh, You know, if you're feeling some anger and maybe you start to feel guilty about it, you can reframe it and just say, you know what? I got a lot of energy running through me. Maybe it came from somewhere, but I'm going to look at this. I'm going to figure out how can I release this energy? Why am I feeling this right now? Is there something that I actually need, you know, either mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, whatever it is. Usually it just means that there's some kind of misalignment there. So if you can start to think of your emotions just as simply your GPS system, there's something going on. And, you know, if you're somebody that's getting very snappy, you're you're flipping the bird on the (laughs) trap in traffic or whatever, and you notice like, hey, wait a second, this isn't me. Why why am I being such an a-hole? I don't want to be an a-hole. There's usually some tension going on there and there needs to be some kind of release. So there's some amazing release practices. Number one, movement. And if you're gonna do some kind of an uh, emotional release and you you do wanna kind of go into it, figure out what needs to be released, then intentional movement can be really supportive for that. And I always tell people, if you know that you're holding onto some anger or sadness or anxiety, whatever it may be, take some time out for yourself put yourself in a room or go out in nature and journal. Just write, 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 whatever comes to mind, any thoughts, there is nothing wrong that you could write. (laughs) Literally whatever comes to mind. And what you're doing is literally transferring the thought from your mind onto paper. This is also a fantastic practice if you know that you have an overactive mind or you've got some stress and anxiety and you wanna get it out of your body writing. Writing is such a powerful practice that I tell literally every person to do because it's crazy powerful. So put yourself in a room, write everything that comes to mind, anything that's bugging you, anything that's causing some anger, any scenarios that you can think of. And you, as you start to write, you might start to pull up some memories that could be linked to things that are triggering you today, triggering that emotion today in this moment. You might come up with a memory from childhood where you felt that same emotion. Go ahead and journal that out, that entire memory. So as you're going through this writing out, everything that comes to mind, you might start to feel this emotion come up. Perfect. That is exactly how you release the emotion is you actually feel it. So that's why it is so silly of you know, in our culture, especially, well, for, I was going to say, especially for men, but really for men and women, we're taught to not show our emotions. We're taught to not cry in public. 
um, you know, you're weak-minded, if you have any emotions, that is such bullshit. (laughs) This is the most toxic thing you can do for your body. It's literally keeping, you can almost think of that as keeping toxins inside of your body that are creating these blockages. So to hold on to those emotions and suppress them because our culture tells you you can't feel them or show them is horrible. Horrible. So allow yourself to feel the emotion as it comes up. You may want to scream. You may want to throw something at the wall. You may want to cry. This is all great because you're moving the energy now. You're literally physically moving it out of your body. So that's the whole idea of it. Through the writing, you're going to bring it up. You're also supporting yourself and releasing it through the writing. And then you're also going to really feel the emotion. Now, here's the thing. When you start to feel it, you're releasing it. So it's not like you're going to start feeling it and you're going to feel it forever. You're helping yourself, supporting yourself in processing it and releasing it. I will say as just a disclaimer, if you notice that you do have maybe some history of depression or any kind of mental health ailments. I will say having a therapist on your side can be very supportive through this, but really in general, it's always in your best interest to have some kind of support system through this. So either a friend, uh, a family member, somebody that you can call to help you, you know, not that you need to go into it with them, but just having that human connection to help you kind of process, you'll feel more supported through this too. So I would suggest after this practice, have somebody on your Rolodex. What the hell? Why did I just say Rolodex? That's not even my era. If anyone under, I don't even know, my age, I'm 29. If anyone under 20 is listening to this, has no idea what a Rolodex is. Jeez, Louise. Okay. Pull out your cell phone and have somebody on dial or on whatever. You guys know what I'm saying. Call somebody. Have somebody that you can call after you do this practice because it is going to be it's going to be a solid release. You're going to be feeling this emotion for sure. And you're going to want to rest. So don't go out and party that night. Make sure that you've got a free evening where you can just drink some tea, relax, take a bath, honor yourself for doing this as well. That is something that we don't do at all in this culture is celebrate ourselves for doing it these hard things, you know, like processing your own emotions. It's just not a normal thing in our culture, and it really should be. But when you do this, if you do decide to embark in this practice, make sure that you say, hell yeah, man, I just did some really weird, crazy stuff. And I'm, I think I'm feeling better. But I'm, I'm going to take myself out to dinner. I'm going to take a bath. I'm just going to chill out. I'm going to watch some Netflix. I'm just going to allow myself to process that. That was weird. I don't know what it was, but it was weird, and I think I feel a little bit better. It's usually how it's probably going to go the first time around. So as this pertains to athletes, the reason why this is just so freaking important as an athlete is once you start to process these emotions and release them, you are literally gaining energy back into your body. Just think of it as the more that you hold on to these emotions, the tighter your body gets, the more constrictive it gets, the less room you have for expansion, for flow, 
for relaxation. Your body just becomes denser and denser, literally in vibration, the more that you hold onto these emotions. And that is, I promise you, what we're seeing today in our culture and why so many people are sick and our healthcare is off the charts. You know, I could go, this is a whole other conversation. I'm going a little too deep, but, and I probably will have a conversation about this, but that, that is the root issue. I am just going to call it right now of our healthcare issues. No one is allowed to process emotions in our culture and people are holding on to these emotions and becoming sick because of them. 90% of chronic disease is related to stress. So that's a known, that's a fact, which most people don't talk about. Not many people have a form of stress relief. And until you build that into your routine and you make it a habit, it's gonna be very hard for you to manage that. The reason why most chronic disease is caused by stress is because stress is literally inflammatory in the body. You're producing those acidic chemicals. I think we talked about that in the first podcast or in the first episode. You're producing those acidic chemicals that are very inflammatory. So, you know, again, in our culture, no one talks about this. We're not led to believe that the mind and the body are connected. Well, they are. Here we are, 2020, almost 2020, and we're, we've now realized this. The mind and the body are connected. To me, that makes a lot of sense. You're a part of the same flipping body. How does that not make sense? Anyhow, as an athlete, it's imperative that you take a look at what's going on in your mind so that you can optimize your performance because you're going to gain so much energy. Can you imagine if you walked out onto the tennis court and you didn't have all of those worries in the back of your mind? To think that you can jump onto the field, wherever you're playing in your match, and just put whatever's in the back of your mind out of your mind, it doesn't work like that. Your mind, it stays with you. It's still on your body. And it is inside of your body and it shows up physically in your body. So until you deal with those stressors, those external or internal stressors of the body, you're not going to be able to utilize as much energy as you could until you deal with it. Whew. Oh, I just gotta take a deep breath on that. Thank you for sticking with me there. While I'm doing that, let's go ahead and take a couple deep breaths. I'm going to try to remember to, to incorporate that into this podcast because if there is one practice that helps you relieve stress more than anything, it is your breath. Utilizing your breath throughout your day, especially when you start to feel stress come on. And often, I'll be the first to admit this, we don't even realize that we're stressed. It becomes your mode of operation, your default mode. And for me, I was living my life like that for a couple of years and not realizing I was just living in stress, even though I am not a stressed person, you know, I'm not one to show it, I guess. You know, I'm the first person to be like, ah, whatever, I got a parking ticket, that's okay. I kind of pride myself in being a pretty, pretty laid back person but what I was noticing is that through uh, building this business or building my former business, I started to notice that my stress was showing up in my body and I was holding it in my shoulders. So any times that my shoulders were tensing up, I realized, oh shit, I'm actually super stressed right now, even though consciously I wasn't aware of it. So 
Usually stress will show up physically in your body, even if you're not aware of it. Breath work is one of the most powerful ways to switch you out of that fight or flight mode and into your parasympathetic system mode. So shall we? Let's go ahead and do this. We're going to do a box breath. You're going to inhale for four, hold it for four, exhale, exhale for four, and hold it for four. This is a very simple practice that you can take, put in your back pocket, take it wherever you go, use it while you're driving. If you notice your shoulders are tensing, if you notice your stomach is tensing, if your mind is going a million miles a second, use this breath pattern. All right, so let's go ahead and inhale through the nose for one, two, three, four, hold it, one, two, three, four, exhale through the mouth, one, two, three, four, hold it, two, three, four, inhale through the nose, one, two, three, four, hold it, exhale through the mouth, one, two, three, four, hold it, inhale, one, two, three, four, hold it, Exhale, one, two, three, four. Now go ahead and take a deep inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. Perfect. So I'd like you to just notice how does your body feel differently now than it did before that practice? Do you feel a little bit lighter? Do you feel a little bit more relaxed in your body? You might have gotten a little bit lightheaded. That's okay. That's totally normal. If that happens, just kind of slow your breath down. But just know that that actually just means that you're getting oxygen to your brain for the first time today. And who would have thunk it? You know, human beings, we need food, water, and oxygen. Somehow we forgot about that one along the way. So here we are. We're bringing it right back. Breathwork. I can guarantee you, you're going to start seeing a lot more breathwork classes Thank goodness. Can you imagine if you had this practice as a teenager or, I don't know, just start doing it now. Taking deep breaths. It's just a little too simple for most people. That's the problem is that we forget. Again, like I was saying in the last podcast, humans do this really, really weird thing where you want the simplest but yet most complex solution to your problem. You want it to be the most special potion that no one has, but yet you want it to just be a potion because you're just going to take it one time, right? <laughs> so we got to get away from that. Healing can actually be very, very simple. Healing the body, healing the mind, it really doesn't have to be this super complicated thing. It just is really the practice of awareness. All right, I'm right here. I'm closing my eyes. I'm going to feel what I'm feeling. Okay, I'm feeling this thing. That's okay. I just got this type of energy running through me. I'm going to acknowledge that maybe something happened to me in my past that could have stirred this up. Or, you know, maybe I really just am irritated that Game of Thrones ended and they're not coming back. God, I was just grappling there for something. I never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. But you get the idea. Either way, just having that self-observation is a huge first step. 
in healing and optimizing your body so that you can, you know, play the best that you can play out on the field, but also feel your best off of the field and off the court. And that's what we're trying to do here, optimizing your mind, your body, and your soul so that you feel completely balanced so that not only you feel better, but you start to inspire those around you to feel better. And you're going to naturally do that as you start to heal yourself, as you start to release these denser vibrations, these denser emotions, what happens is, is your energetic field actually raises. The frequency of your field actually raises and you start to, again, just energetically raising the fields of those around you, especially those that you're around the most. So I understand if you're not in this world at all, you don't speak this talk, you're like, what the hell is this girl talking about? Just understand that this it is a science. It is literally how the universe works. We're all energy. Everything in the universe, everything inside of your body is a vibration. And once you start to understand this, you can look at things a little bit differently and not feel really so bad about yourself. You start to just say, oh, I'm just a big ball of energy. Now, how do I deal with this energy? It can be very simple. So get to writing, get to crying, do whatever you got to do, release some of that energy. If you got to go for a run, running is fantastic too, lifting weights, whatever works for you. And that's the biggest thing that I want to leave you with here. No one's healing journey looks the same. So you've really got to turn in, tune into your intuition to figure out what feels best for you. I may want to go hit the gym and lift some weights to release some energy. You may want to lay in bed and cry. Totally cool. Both are neither bad, neither right, whatever. It's all good, but you've, it's time to start to take your damn power back and figure out what works for you because you are your own best doctor. You are your own best therapist. Not to say that those cannot be supportive individuals for you, but they don't have all the answers. They don't live inside of your body and no one has lived your exact life. So you know what is best for you. So tune in inward. Writing is fantastic to start to get to know yourself a little bit better. I recommend daily journaling, just doing a daily mind dump of all of your thoughts. Incredibly powerful, especially if you have anxiety, if you have stress, just journal. It's so simple and it will be ridiculously beneficial. Alrighty, that's all I got for you today. Let me know if you got something out of this. I would love it if you could leave a review. And if you don't want to, that's totally chill. No worries. If you want to reach out or you're looking for some extra support, I do have some coaching spots available for this season. Go ahead and email me or actually go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Hannah L. Holiday, H-O-L-L-A-D-A-Y, and shoot me a DM. Alrighty, you guys have a wonderful day. Get to journaling, get to jogging, do your thing. You got this.